Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 67. I'm excited for this episode because I'm going to talk about something that I think we have too much of in our life, and that's bullshit. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not talking about like things that annoy us or responsibilities that are aggravating or just like take time and we don't want to do. I'm talking about the bullshit that we create for ourselves, bullshit drama, friends, mindsets, things that frustrate us about ourselves, that kind of bullshit. But I think there's good news here in that I think there's several things we can do just to cut the BS out in our lives. Because I, frankly, I don't have time for that. I've got better things to do. And I think you do as well. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about a couple of different ways to just move past the BS in your life so you could do more cool things that make you happy. And I think that sounds pretty good. So I'm very excited to talk about this. Before I get into it, got to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Burrow. You know that I definitely love Burrow. I've talked about them a lot. Um, I love their mission to make clever, uncompromising fur- furniture for modern life at home. And as I've mentioned before, I do all of my writing from the armchair that they were kind enough to send me. It's in my living room overlooking the river here in Chicago. I do all of my best thinking and writing and, and gramming there. Um, so I definitely love it. It's where I tend to spill coffee all over myself and kind of just scroll on Instagram. Um, but Burrow's great for that because their sofas, their couches, they're scratch resistant, they're stain resistant. That's pretty clutch. They've got a, a built-in phone charger, so you literally never have to get up. Really just some some cool stuff from Burrow. And they're also really good people. So I, I always love to support good people that work for great companies. So they are hooking up you guys with $75 off a new sofa. You can go to burrow.com slash new mindset, get $75 off. 
B-U-R-R-O.com slash new mindset, 75 bucks off. And again, thank you to Burrow for sponsoring. And also, real quick, just be sure to follow me on Instagram. I've been posting a lot more there lately, uh, like every day at this point. I think it's a really cool way to just kind of chat with you all. You guys can get to know me, give you some insight into kind of the, the things that I do, the weird stuff that I do. So if you're into that kind of thing, give me a follow at case.kenny. Shoot me a DM. We can go from there. So let's hop into it. So again, in this episode, I want to talk about bullshit. Um, you know, namely the fact that, you know, there's bullshit in your life, but I think you could do a lot to kick it to the curb and that you don't have to live with all that bullshit. You could be intentional and kind of say, see you later. Um, kind of. And the idea for this episode came to me this past week. I was doing something pretty rare, which is just sitting sitting down and watching Netflix. I don't do that a lot. Um, but I came across a movie and then ended up watching it. It was called Wakefield. It came out in like 2016 and it stars Brian Cranston, the guy from Breaking Bad. Um, it's a pretty weird movie where basically what happens, Brian um, plays a, a man, I'd say in his late to mid 50s, a family guy who lives in the suburbs with his wife and two daughters somewhere in New York. And every day he does the, the reverse commute or does the commute downtown to his day job day in and day out. And he's a lawyer, presumably a pretty successful one. He's got a nice house, nice car, nice suits, nice watches. But he's really fed up with the grind. His, his, his marriage is boring. He's frustrated. He has no excitement in his life. He's frustrated with his wife uh, and his friends and his colleagues. He's got all this bullshit in his life that really kind of has him down on himself. So basically the movie is one day he comes home from his usual work day and this is where the movie gets weird, but he just walks into his attic above his home's garage and he literally just hides there. He doesn't go home. His wife calls the police. So when he doesn't show up that night, that night he's filed as a missing person. And all the while, the dude is just chilling in his attic. And that's what the movie's about. He lives in there for over a year, hidings from his family, uh, but he's got like this perfect view of his home um, and he could always see what his wife and kids are up to and he just observes everything there and makes remarks about them and all his frustrations and he like leaves at night to go scavenge for food and basically becomes like a homeless person. And it's a weird movie and I won't spoil it, but, but it is a little strange, but uh, now, I know, obviously, I watched this, and obviously, the takeaway here isn't that you could just up and quit the bullshit in your life or that you could just ignore your problems or your family or responsibilities. I know that. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, I'm not saying that you can go and hide anywhere. That's not what I'm suggesting. But I watched this movie, and it made me realize some things um, that made me decide to do this episode. Namely, that we all have bullshit in our lives. You know, things that frustrate us, things that detract from our happiness, things that bother us. And I think part of living life to its fullest is learning what it takes to minimize that bullshit. Learning what it takes to cut it out um, so that you could be happy and fulfilled. And I really want that in my life. I want to be as happy as I can. I want that every day of the week. And I think you do as well. So that's what I want to talk about in this episode, basically how to deal with the bullshit in your life. Now, I think to set the tone, I want you to think about some of the BS that you have right now in your life. Think about some things that you have going on. And again, 
I'm not referring to responsibilities that might suck that are part of your life. Like, you know, Deborah from accounting is really annoying with her, you know, re- requiring billing by the end of the month that you have to attend that quarterly business review or that the barista at Starbucks keeps writing chase instead of case, <laughs> like things like that, right? That's just annoying little bullshit. I'm talking about the kind of bullshit that you can actually address and cut from your life. And I was curious about this and thinking about doing this episode, um, you know, I wanted to know what kind of BS you all don't want to deal with in your life. So I did a quick Instagram story last night, got a lot of responses, which was nuts, like 500 or 600 or so. So I have a feeling this topic resonates with you, which I I fucking love. Um, So here's a couple of of examples of what you all said. I'm going to list them off real quick so that you can kind of understand that you're all, it seems we're all in the same boat here. Um, and then I'll go from there. So on Instagram at Kizakeni, I asked, I said, what bullshit don't you have time for anymore? And here's a bunch of your answers. I'll rattle them off. Shallow conversation, dating apps, fake people, obsessing over other people's opinions, caring what other people might think, your own bullshit, excuses, fears, failures, fake friends, Fuck boys. <laughs> Side note, that was that one was very uh, popular. Um, fake friends, people don't follow through, negativity, unnecessary drama, bad energy, people who are authentic, laziness, hangovers, egos. The, the list went on and on. So thank you for responding. I thought that was really, really cool. I appreciate that. Um, and for one, I'm not going to talk about how to deal with fuckboys or dating. I think that's an entirely different episode. And side note to that, apparently people who don't know me uh, at all or don't know me well, they'll like look at my profile or whatever and they'll think they, they think that I'm like a fuckboy. Uh, I've heard that on several occasions. I don't know if that's true for you who don't know me, but I think I'm falsely accused here. So maybe I'll do an episode to clear my name or my fellow accused people who look like fuckboys but aren't actually. So, so maybe I'll do that. But with this episode, I want to, I think coming out of that, I want to encourage you to remember one thing, that when it comes to the bullshit in your life, the unnecessary drama, the people, the negativity, remember that, you know, you can be a really great person. You could be someone with great energy, great vibes, uh, a, a people person with a great outlook, and you can still look people in the eye and tell them to fuck off when you need to. You can tell the bullshit in your life to fuck off when you need to respectfully, I guess. And, but that's kind of the, the mentality that I want you to have here when it comes to this topic of how to deal with the BS in your life. And I think it's particularly timely here with the new year approaching, people wanting to kind of start the year, the new year 2019 with a blank slate, their new year's resolutions in hand and all that. You know, now is really your chance to, to tell all the bullshit in your life to, to literally fuck off so you could focus on being happy. That's the bottom line here. You need to be aggressive towards that. And this all sounds simple in theory, I suppose. And I think the best way to think of this topic isn't so much of how to ditch the BS in your life, but rather how to ditch the negativity in your life, how to minimize it, because that's what BS really is. It's just negativity that detracts from your happiness, negativity that causes you to be down on yourself, to see the downside in every situation, to be glass half full, to just be kind of frustrated. So really what I'm talking about here is how to ditch negativity in your life. And when it comes to my life, I think this really has taken two forms. So I'll just keep this really simple, really clear. And I'll talk about how I've learned to remove negativity in my life in the form of people and in the form of self-doubt. People and self-doubt. The two things there. We'll keep it simple. People bullshit, mindset bullshit, right? That's it. How to get rid of both of those things. How to minimize those things in your life. 
you know, it's time to get rid of them so that you could focus on better things, you know, things that make you happy, things that make you excited to live, you know, great things, exciting things, things that put a smile on your face. So I think the, the, the first one is easy. I can rattle this off. People. I think this one is incredibly easy. I think so, at least, that if there's bullshit people in your life, people who detract from your happiness, who don't add value to your life, who don't have a purpose, uh, I guess don't hang out with them. <laughs> like, is that even a question? Like, why are you hanging out with people who you don't like? Is it because you're afraid to be alone? Is it because you're afraid of what they might think if you leave them on read? You know, I don't, I don't really get it anymore. I mean, I do. I certainly get it. I, you know, I've done a nice thorough audit of my friend circle this past year of people I associate with, and I've really trimmed the fat, gotten rid of all my fat friends. <laughs> That's a quote from Horrible Bosses. But seriously, I have gotten rid of people who don't make sense for me. And it wasn't some grand, you know, you've been voted off the island scenario. I simply distanced myself from this, from those kind of people. I've moved from wanting to have so many people in my life, you know, people didn't make sense for me, but I was too afraid to spend time alone or scared of what they might think if I did my own thing. I moved from that to just doing my own thing. Um, and I could tell you for a fact that this has made my life so much better. It's taken out half of the bullshit out of the equation, trimming my friend circle down. You know, I've just cut out people that I don't see myself getting value from in the long run. And, you know, I joke a lot about being 30. If you know me, I say that like literally as a joke a lot. I'll offer advice and be like, ah, it's okay. Trust me, I'm 30. Or like in silly situations, I'll be at a bar and I'll like order a bunch of shots for my friends. And when people are like, no, I'll be like, trust me, I'm 30. It's okay. Or like it's three in the morning. I'm like, oh, let's go to another bar. And you know, don't worry, I'm 30. It's okay. They're like silly stuff. But when it comes to like bullshit people in my life, I've adopted the same mentality, a trust me, I'm 30 mentality and that I am 30 and I literally don't have the time or the patience anymore for people who just don't make sense for me. And again, as a resident 30 year old, I also have the confidence and the experience and just the ability to be transparent and either just cut those people off or tell them, hey, you know, we're not right for each other. Let's move on. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. 
And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. I've done it countless times this year. Friends, business partners, uh, people in my work circle, girls that I've gone on dates with that I've dated. You know, it's become increasingly easy uh, and very, very liberating. You know, in the context of people, there's literally no better and easier area to trim the bullshit in your life. You literally control it. There's no luck to this. There's no randomness to this. You can decide literally black and white who you want in your life and who you don't. I think that's pretty simple. I think we'll take family aside from this because I think that's complicated and that's tricky. So I want to address it. But friends, business partners, people you associate with, people you network with, people you hang out with, it's its easy. You literally control that. And here's a little bit of tough love for you that if you find yourself complaining about the people in your life right now and you've identified them as a source of BS pulling you down right now, yet you go back to them week after week or let or you let them come to you and you welcome it week after week, that's on you, dude. <laughs> dude, uh, you know, you need to work that shit out. You need to make that decision. But I would seriously just encourage you to give it a shot. And I get that it's not always easy. I'm not saying you have to necessarily like break up with these people. I would just say, you know, create a little distance, go cold turkey for a little bit, make yourself unavailable. You know, you don't have to be a dick. You don't have to, you know, just like ignore them completely. You just be like, hey, you know, I can't hang out. It's going to be a little bit or something. I need some space or whatever, you know, just see what happens when you separate yourself from that BS for a little bit of time. You know, if there's a relationship in your life that's not fulfilling or that's not serving a purpose, I say move on from it. I think it'll do great things for you. I'm really confident of that. So I'm not, I'm not going to beat this topic up. I think it's really simple. But I think when you think about the bullshit in your life, half of it is people related. And when you can control it, you really should act on that. Now, the other area of bullshit in our lives, the less black and white kind of the mindset thing, your own bullshit. Um, you know, I don't think when it comes to this, you can afford any more time for it. I really don't think you have time for any more of this mental bullshit that you're imposing on yourself. And again, this is a broad topic. I don't think I'm going to really do it justice, but I have noticed some negative BS tendencies in my life that I've effectively addressed and I think they'll help you. So I'll lean on that. That's really all I know here. I've noticed that when it comes to my own bullshit, it tends to center around some kind of innate frustration with wanting more with wanting more, you know, always wanting more, more money, more recognition, more confidence, more lean Chipotle gains, more you up texts, more, more everything, you know, and, and that's great and all. And don't get me wrong. I still think that's a, you know, generally helpful mindset to getting what you want in life, you know, being hungry for more. But when it comes to the point where this kind of thinking overrides your sense of appreciation for where you are currently, that's when it becomes bullshit. And that's when you need to address it. 
So if you're listening right now and you find yourself kind of down on yourself, doubting yourself, overthinking, berating yourself for not being better, skinnier, stronger, more successful, better looking, funnier, whatever, think of another adjective, I think you need to cut that bullshit out as soon as you possibly can. Again, yes, set goals. You got to set goals. You got to want more. But when they become bullshit in this sense, I think the best thing that you could do is literally just shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, again, you're like, wow, Case, you're kind of being a jerk today. But I'm a big tough love guy. I'm pretty stern with myself, like in a good way. I tell myself to get my head out of my ass on a fairly regular basis. That just works for me. It might not work for you, but it works for me mainly because it snaps me out of this kind of BS funk mindset and reminds me to do one thing and that's be grateful. Be grateful. Now, you know, how many times have I said that gratitude is the key to a happy life? If you're a frequent listener, you're, you're going to be like, oh, here we go. Um, but it's beyond true. It really is. I think that again, within the context of this particular episode, it is beyond true again. You know, do you want to get rid of the bullshit in your life? Yes. Well, then you have to be grateful for all the non-bullshit that you currently have and then just focus there. And that's a pretty simple choice that you can make, wouldn't you say? Instead of focus on your bullshit frustrations over things that you don't have or things that you're working on or things that you can't control, I say you just kind of shut the F up and focus on the areas where you are winning, where you are making progress. Um, example from my life, like simple stuff. Like I, I think of all these like early twenties, mid twenties, call it like I always wanted on the personality front to always wanted to be more confident, wanted to have more of that big dick energy, wanted to be that kind of guy. Uh, it didn't, you know, it was a work in progress certainly, but it didn't always work out that way on the journey. And I would consider that during that time, my own bullshit and my own mental bullshit. And it was easy to get down on myself. Like, you know, why can't I be more confident? Why can't I be cooler? All that, you know, that was my bullshit. And I would really let it bother me. I, I remember one time, vulnerability here, I was uh, out at a bar in Chicago. It's called Stout. I remember it very vividly. And I remember like there was this girl at the bar and I was like, all right, Shaboy is going to go talk to her. And like, that's not really my thing. I don't try to like pick up girls at bars. I really just don't do that. Um, but in that particular moment, I was all for it. Anyway, I remember, you know, uh, walking up to her and hitting her with just an absolute classic line, something like, hey, you like movies about gladiators or something equally as dumb. And when she hit me back with the inevitable, what? You know, I lost steam. I was like, think of something to say, Case. Uh, and I, anyway, I remember crashing and burning and it was really bad and really awkward. And at the time, I was really frustrated with that. I was like, damn it, Case. I was I, actually, I was like, damn it, Casey, you know, and you know, I was frustrated with myself when I drop a Casey uh, in my internal dialogue. You know, why can't you just flap those wings and be a peacock? Why can't you be more confident? All these things. And I remember going home that night kind of frustrated with my own bullshit, my lack of confidence, lack of uh, charisma, whatever you want to call it. And I was just consistently in my head letting my bullshit get me down, you know, but I think within the context of this episode, the better move would have been just to focus on the fact that I put myself out there and went for something, you know, silly, silly context, right? It's so it's such a silly thing, you know, that I put myself out there and went for it. That mentality gives you wins, gives you things to be appreciated of. And it's that mentality that will help you cut the bullshit in your life. I'm really confident in that, you know, and again, it's bullshit that you're creating for yourself. And when it comes to what I referenced earlier, namely kind of my always present desire to have more and my frustration that grew 
when I didn't have it. Gratitude is like a magical, magical pill. It really is. It's like once a day over the counter gratitude or something like that. It reminds you that, yes, you can always have more. You could always have better, but you could also have less. You can always have less. And that's a powerful reminder to be just fucking appreciative of how far you've come, what you've built, what you're building, the person you're becoming. To recognize that and embrace that, I think that's the key to a happy life. That's the key to waking up in the morning with a smile on your face, a little pep in your step because you're just enthused to be alive. I think when you're that way, all the other bullshit in your life is an afterthought. I really do. And sidebar to drive this home, um, I was I just finished rewatching uh, the night of. It's a mini series that was on HBO. It's about this young dude who kind of essentially gets arrested for a crime he likely didn't do, and how it drastically changes his life forever. He goes from having a loving family, he's a smart guy, he's got great friends, support, to just being locked up. Like joins a prison gang, does drugs, violence, general just bad shit. Anyway, I was watching this episode with this podcast episode in mind and man, it was like, it literally could not be more true that your life can change in a second and sometimes for the worse. And again, I'm a pretty positive dude if you know me or you listen, but I keep that in the back of my mind a lot when I think of the bullshit in my life. Remembering that, remember, you know, remembering that, remembering the fact that your life can change quickly and, you know, that knowing that kind of shocks you awake keeps you aware, reminds you to focus on the good things you have in your life. Like in that show, man, he had so many great things to be thankful for. And then boom, it like hit him like a truck. You know, you have great things in your life to be thankful for right now. And whether you believe it or not, whether you're like, that's not true case, I really think you do. You, you have plenty to be thankful for. But again, I get it. I'm a pragmatic dude. You know, you, you have bullshit in your life still. And it's not always easy to be like, oh, I'm grateful for this. You know, forget that, uh, you know, but because you, your bullshit isn't going anywhere. I think I don't think it's possible to get rid of it entirely. What you can do, however, I think is re reshift, refocus to the non bullshit in your life, the areas of your life that you should be thankful for that put a smile on your face, the people, you know, that make life fun for you, rewarding for you, like those people and those things. You know, can you do that? I think you can pretty easily. Sometimes it just takes a little reminder. Maybe it's me talking in circles, giving you a reminder. You know, so again, now that I've gotten to this point in the episode, I've realized that my takeaway is that if you want to get rid of the bullshit in your life, you have to be grateful. <laughs> like to me, I think that's kind of funny because it's like kind of like getting rickrolled. You know, it's like, I don't know if you know what rickrolling is, is when you're listening or watching something online and it turns out to be kind of like a prank. It's wrist Rick Astley's video never going to give you up. And you're like, ah, I should have known it was going to end up here. But like, like in this instance, you know, you should have known that eventually I was going to get around to saying for the hundredth time that you need to be grateful. So I got you in that sense, but I'm going to stand by it because I think it's that important that if you can practice this, I really don't see how you can't possibly not be happy and fulfilled. You know, living a life where you hang out with people who are right for you, who serve a purpose for you, make you better and you make them better. And while you're doing that, you're not, you know, frustrated in your head. You're centered. You want more. You're hungry, but you don't have time for your own bullshit. Like you can't help but win there. You know, you've, you've cast aside your excessive negative thoughts. You don't have time for that anymore because you're too busy being just enthusiastic for every opportunity you get. You're too positive and grateful you know, grateful just to be alive. That's the mindset that I'm encouraging here. Um, I think it makes me really happy. It makes you happy as well if you can do it consistently. 
And to wrap up and to go back to the beginning and where I mentioned the, the Brian Cranston movie, I'll spoil it. I, you know, I don't think it's a big spoiler. It wasn't like an action thriller or something like that where the ending has a lot of weight. But he ends up coming to realize that hiding in the garage, avoiding all of his bullshit only gets him so far and isn't a solution. And the real solution is for him to just to lean in 100% on the things that make him happy, his family. And in the end, he chooses to focus on that and only that. And the movie actually ends with him walking back into his home. And I'm willing to bet that it works out for him and he lives a decently happy life, realizing that bullshit is bullshit. But, you know, you have plenty of other things to lean into that can provide happiness, fulfillment for him. That's what I think how that movie really ends. So I think my takeaway here is that when it comes to the bullshit in your life, trim as much of it out as you can. People and things that don't offer purpose. And then from there, choose to focus on the things that you're grateful for, the things that make you happy, the things that excite you. And when you do that, I think I think it's pretty simple. I think the rest of the bullshit in your life will just pale in comparison because you'll find yourself being much happier and much more fulfilled. So I'm right there. I want to keep this at like 20 minutes. I'm like a little over now. I had a lot to say. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got some value out of it. I'd love to know what you think. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. If you're listening right now, uh, anywhere and you want to screenshot it, throw it up on Instagram story and tag me. I'll repost it. I love doing those. I just think that's really cool. So tag me at case.kenny. Shoot me a DM. Let me know if you have any requests for future episodes. I'd love to get your input. So until next episode, I'm out. to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu accreditation.